Hey everybody, welcome to the first episode of the Tales of the Golden Tornadoes podcast. Today I have Joe Levine on, who's run sports programs for 30 years now, spending 18 of those in Malden. He is currently the recreation coordinator here and has been so for 10 years. So I'm here with Joe Levine, the recreation coordinator in the Malden Recreation Department. Joe, how are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me oh, today. Absolutely. So first things first, I have the most important question saved. Are you a Gary Barnage fan? Matter of fact, I am. And funny you should say that. And I think you know a little history with that. So Gary Barnage uh, went to the University of Louisville along with our very own Breno Giacomini. And uh, they went through four years together at Louisville, and uh, they both played professionally on different teams. But Breno, being the giving person that he is, is involved in a charitable organization. And every year they used to come to McDonald Stadium and do a free football camp. And Gary was part of that organization. And if you do a little research on them, American Football Without Barriers, I believe it's called. And uh, they go all over the world. And some of your big stars do a lot of traveling. And it was great meeting Gary and, you know, a regular guy just like Breno. Yeah, Gary Barnes is one of my favorite NFL stories. Just the guy who has his career year at 30 years old, makes a Pro Bowl, and then is just kind of gone after that. Yeah. It's just, as a kid, I was like, oh, my God, this guy's amazing. And then he's gone. Funny story about Gary is he resides in Florida. And he has a garage or a barn, a, a barn, and he has a uh, authentic ring set up. He's a big wrestling fan. Oh, okay. And he has a ring set up and... Uh, he has friends over and they toss each other around. <laughs> oh man. I mean, I feel like you gotta have to have that little bit of crazy as a tight end. Like all the tight ends have just something, something going on. How was it to be with Breno to, I assume you taught him as he was growing up. How, how's it been knowing him all these years? Well, the one thing I didn't teach him was to be six foot eight. <laughs> you know, he, he's six foot eight, you're six foot eight. But I really didn't have much coaching with him. Um, you know, I saw him grow up through the travel basketball leagues and the freshman football all the way up to high school, to college, and to the pros. And we followed his career throughout. And it was a pleasure watching him succeed and become the person he's become and a giving person. Yeah. There's so many things that I could tell you about Breno, how much he's given back to the city of Malden. You probably wouldn't believe me. But uh, he's just such a good man and a family man, and he's done some good things for the city. Yeah, no, I, I'd love for you to go into that, because I feel like that's such an important part of Maldon, having somebody come back and give. Because I, as someone who didn't even play tag football, I went to one of his football camps. So I'd love to hear you talk about his accomplishments and the way he gave back to the community. Well, one of the things is we, at McDonald's Stadium, you know, it's an old building. It's probably 25, 30 years old, and it's starting to fall apart a little bit, locker room, things like that. And we needed lockers. So we were trying to figure out how we were going to pay for that. So someone came up with the bright idea. Well, Breno's always looking to help out. So I shot him a text. I said, would you be interested in helping out? Helping out. He said, how much is it going to cost? We gave him a number. He sent us a check about a month later. We have a new freshman locker room with 37 brand new lockers, courtesy of Breno Giacomini. And I don't know if you want to cut this out, but he asked not to say anything. He's that kind of guy where he <laughs> yeah. doesn't really want the credit. He wants to get things done. Yeah, no, that's what it takes to be great. And yeah. as someone who wins the Super Bowl, that's what it took. Yeah. So how long have you been the recreation coordinator? So I've been the, I've worked for the city of Malden for 18 years. I've been the recreation coordinator for about 10 years, but I've run programs in the city for 30 years. Uh, Dana Brown and myself and a few other adults who had daughters formed what you call the Malden Girls Youth Basketball League. 30 years ago, there was nothing for basketball for girls. So a bunch of guys and mothers and fathers uh, who had daughters said, let's get together and form something. And uh, we had a great league. We had 300 girls playing at one time, and uh, it just 
bloomed into just such a large organization. We had two gyms going at once. We had a lot of young ladies go through the system that we're, I'm proud to say that Look at them now. Do you have any success stories in specific you'd like to talk about from that league? Uh, you know, we could talk about pro athletes. We could talk <laughs> about people that become doctors, lawyers, social workers, teachers. There's a lot of young women that came through through our system. But as a high school coach, I don't know if you know, but I coached the girls basketball team at Malden High School, again, with Dana Brown in the early 2000s for about eight or nine years. And, you know, we've had some fantastic people come through there. And again, lawyers, doctors, college scholarship players, and uh, it's just to see them have children and succeed in life, teachers, uh, counselors. Yeah. It, it, it makes us feel pretty good. Yeah, I mean, that leads perfectly into my next question. I was going to ask you, as someone who's done it for so long, what is your favorite part of it all? Is it seeing that kind of thing? People you know grow? my favorite part is? Today, or well, two weeks ago it happened, Summer, one of the girls that I coached brought their son to participate in one of our summer camps. Wow. So when that happens, you know, you get that good feeling knowing that, wow, we've been around for a while. Yeah. Yeah. Like, how does that feel to just make an impact on people's lives? You know, I'm thankful every day that the mayor had the faith in me to do this job and give me the opening to do whatever I wanted to, to create, to do fun stuff and to, to let me run it my way. You know, it's just, it's just great. What have been some changes you've noticed over the years? Like you obviously mentioned like starting out that girls basketball league, but what else has changed just as time has gone on? So basketball has always been a big program, but lately in the last few years, we've added volleyball, we've added tennis, we've added swimming, you know, things like that. And they're very popular. Gymnastics, very popular. We put some of the things on our website for people to sign up. Gymnastics fills up in an hour. We, we post it, sign up. So now, an hour later, it's full. So gymnastics are really big and, uh, you know, obviously tennis, volleyball, and you could see, you know, our Malden High School volleyball teams, both our teams are very successful. And, uh, you know, that that's one of the reasons because they're playing at a younger age. How important is that starting kids out at a younger age? How, how crucial is that for the development of them and also just the development of maybe the values for the teams and also how skillful the teams it's are? It's a great, that's a great question. I have a philosophy where at that young age, you got to make it fun for them. If you make it a job for them, they're not going to like it when they come, become 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, and they're going to try something else or do something else. You make it fun for them, and, and they, get, they learn to love the sport, they'll continue playing. But, you know, sometimes we make the mistake as an overzealous parent or coach where, you know, you got to get out there and hit those balls. you got to take those foul shots. You know, it turns a kid off after a while. Yeah, absolutely. As a long-term Mullen resident, like how long have you lived here? Well, we moved from Boston in 1963. And we moved from Boston, like I said, and we moved to Malden, and it was like moving to the country. There were trees, and there were cows and horses and farms and things like that. It was kind of a, a shock, but uh, it was a, it's a great experience, and I'm, I'm so glad that we did move to Malden. It's a great city, and it's getting better every year for you know the people that we have in here. You touched on it a little bit earlier, but what other fulfilling moments have you experienced as the coordinator? Obviously, seeing people bring their kids back that you knew and you knew the parents is great, but what else have you just felt? great about you know watching watching athletes I you know I, I deal mostly a lot of athletes and, and to see them succeed and get a college scholarship which means a free education is pretty cool and then if they're that good to get to the next level and play professionally it, it's it's great yeah and great to watch them play somewhere it's pretty cool what made you get into the job who kind of put you onto it my boss the mayor uh, you know he knew that we ran a basketball program and it was probably one of the bigger programs around for, for girls. And he said, Joe, would you be interested in running our recreation, our newly formed recreation department? So it was a, 
you know, it was a blank sheet and uh, we created and we made some fun stuff happening. I saw that you were running the 2022 Max Singleton League. Can you just talk about that a little bit? Well, Max Singleton, uh, I couldn't do him justice by speaking about him. I would Google him and uh, look at my Facebook page, my site, and uh, gives a lot of information about who Max Singleton was. He was actually my, he was my seventh, eighth, and ninth grade gym teacher at BB Junior High School and went on to have a career as a coach, uh, mentor, and he was, you know, just a guy who would help anybody. Yeah. And I mean, tall people, short people, black people, white people, he did not care. Yeah. And uh, he was just a great influence on me. and hundreds of other kids, thousands of other kids. But I would read about him, Google him, and he had quite a career, he's quite a man. And how has that league been so far? How's it going? And do you feel a certain sense of like reward for it after, you know, COVID took out so many yeah. so many months of our time? Is it great to just be back out there doing a league like that? It ended last week. I believe it was July 19th. We, the weather cooperated. We had one rain out all year. As you probably know, if you, or if you don't know, it's run with the Malden police. So we have six teams for fourth, fifth, and sixth graders. We have six teams for seventh and eighth graders. And then we have six teams for high school kids. And it's run on Tuesday, Thursday, and Sunday nights. And the police do all the coaching. And it's a great place for these kids to see police outside of a police car. Yeah. You know, not having to go into somebody's house where they'll, they'll, they'll talk to them. They'll ask them how it's going and coach them and, and, and talk to them. It, it's, it's great. And it's formed great relationships with the police and the kids. Yeah. How important do you think that, that is to have community leaders working with kids and teaching them and just building those connections? You know, I didn't realize it was going to be this important and this great an idea. You know, <laughs> sometimes you come up with these yeah. things and, you know, it's just, they've built bonds with these kids and a lot of times, and I've seen it myself, I've seen a police car come by and kids across the street and they'll see the policeman that coached them and they'll be waving at them and they'll stop and talk and you can't manufacture that. That's just natural. That just happens. Yeah. And that's what it's doing. It's, you know, it's, it's bringing them together. So this is a question I love to ask people. If you had to like kind of talk about Malden to other people or just introduce what Malden means to someone who's not from the area, how would you describe Malden? We're just like every other city, but I'd have to say the leadership of the city is leading the way for us to become the city that we are. You know, I'm talking about the fire department, the police, uh, the mayor's office, you know, the counselors, the school committee. You know, they just lead the way and make it a better city. What have you found to be one of the most important lessons you've learned throughout your time? Patience. You have to have patience with athletes, non-athletes, adults. Whereas probably if I had this job 40 years ago, I probably wasn't as patient as a 66 year old person. I'm a lot more patient now than I was then and able to understand things a little bit better, which I probably didn't understand as a person in their thirties and forties. And then is there anything I haven't talked about that you'd like to touch upon? One of the things that I'm very proud of is I went to basketball league on Saturday mornings. We have youth program for boys and girls, kindergarten to fourth grade. And then we have two basketball leagues for fourth, fifth, and sixth graders and seventh and eighth graders. We called both leagues the Arthur P. Boyle League, named after our principal at Malden High School a while back, and the Al Locke League, who was involved with our church leagues, our basketball leagues and our softball leagues. On a good Saturday, we probably have 300 basketball players come out and participate in basketball from kindergarten all the way up. And it's run by three or four adults who've been around for a long time. But the, but the most important part is we have 25 to 30 high school volunteers 
that come down every Saturday morning for no pay to come down and give their time, which I'm really proud that these kids get up on a, a cold December morning or a snowy January morning and come down and volunteer. It's not a, an achievement or anything like that, but I'm very proud of it. Thank you so much for coming on today. I really do appreciate it. My pleasure. I'm glad, I'm glad uh, we kept going with this. You know, you got tied up, I got tied up. <laughs> and uh, I thought I was going, you were coming down here. And then I said, how, how can I do that? So. <laughs>